You can play the lotto in 45 states, including District of Columbia, Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. But now you can trade it for the first time. Lottery.com, after its SPAC deal with Trident on Friday, begins trading now. Tony DiMatteo is joining us, co-founder and CEO at Lottery.com. Tony, congrats on the SPAC and the entrance into public markets. Did I get that number right? Are there a couple holdout states where you can't play the lottery? That, that's correct. There's a few states for various reasons, like Nevada and Alaska and Hawaii, that probably won't have lotteries, and that's okay with us, but there's still a huge blue ocean ahead of us. Okay, so what is that blue ocean? What's the market just taking a traditional physical thing and digitizing it? No, that, that's correct. Is you know, If you look at the lottery, it's about an $80 billion marketplace in, in the U.S. and about $400 billion outside of the U.S., but only a fraction of, of a, you know, a, well, I'll say a very small percentage of lottery tickets are actually sold online right now. And so where we come in is, is we just help jurisdictions, whether those are states or countries, bring those lotteries online um, in, in a way that's completely collaborative, where it's, it's increased uh, lottery revenue for the state or the country. Um, and they don't have to invest in the technology to actually do that themselves and bring that game online, if that makes sense. So are you a almost like a tech consultant in a way uh, with a specific model <laughs> built out? You can just kind of plug into each state? Well, so we are we are a tech company. That's really what we are. We're, I would say we're not so much of a, a gaming company. We are tech focused. And so, as an example, in in the U.S., uh, I think Texas is a good example. Is that we can come into that state, obtain a lottery license as a retailer, and effectively just bring that same game that everybody is familiar with and bring it online in a completely you know compliant way, so that when you come to our platform, it looks and feels like you're buying a Powerball ticket online. And what's really happening in the background is think of us as sort of a, a DoorDash. So you're paying for the convenience of us managing that ticket for you. So you order the ticket with whatever numbers you want. They, those can be randomly generated or they can be your, your lucky numbers. Um, we procure that ticket for you in a completely secure facility. Uh, we enter that into our system. We check the numbers for you. We redeem the winnings for you. You get 100% of the winnings and then we credit your account. And then you can choose to either buy more tickets with that or you can cash that back down and mm. you know redeem that into your payment method. Now, do you have uh, a, a specific uh, license or a proprietary relationship, uh, an agreement with the states uh, to do this? Or are there other tech or, or web businesses competing with you to offer this service? Sure. So, you know, we don't necessarily need a, a direct exclusive relationship with any jurisdiction, in, including states. And that's actually to our benefit because that allows us to move faster. So long as we are compliant with the laws and regulations in that given state is we are free to operate. Now, it is important for us to never be disruptive uh, to a state or, you know, uh, to, to step on toes, so to speak, is we want to have a very collaborative relationship, full transparency with the regulators in, in every jurisdiction that we're in. Um, and there certainly are potentially some other um, companies in our space, very few, honestly. Uh, but you know, we can deliver this product without a defined licensing program. And a, a few states have actually started to create that licensing program, and which we're in the process of going through now, uh, which only benefits us. And I think that that's actually the trend going forward is you will see the courier model, which is, which is what we do specifically, um, as will, I think, 
quickly proliferate over the, the rest of the states as we go forward. And so how does that look in terms of revenue breakdown right now? Just to kind of drill it down into the numbers, you are, uh, to, for lack of a better word, I'll say contracted, right, to uh, build this uh, infrastructure on the web, to digitize the lottery offerings. But then with your DoorDash uh, analogy, you are also then taking in, I would I guess, some kind of fee for transactions or some length of time in which you are operating that state's lottery? How does that revenue break down in terms of recurring versus non? Sure, so I, I just, I wanna be clear is that we, we do not look for a exclusive relationship with a state, so we're not contracted for that, but they're absolutely always aware of what we're doing. Um, the way Got that we it. monetize okay. That makes sense, yes. The courier. Yep, exactly. Uh, so again, think of us as like a DoorDash. So we are providing the service for you for a fee. So, you know, typically if you're buying, let's say a $2 Powerball ticket, you'll spend a dollar as a service fee or a convenience fee with us to make all of that happen. And, it, you know, if you think about sort of DoorDashes, you can spend multiple dollars to sort of not have the hassle of going to buy a burger, uh, you know, down the street. Um, and so we do the same thing that starts at about a dollar. So if you're, if you're buying a $2 Powerball ticket, you'll spend a dollar with us. And that's how we monetize um, it. Does that? Yep. If that makes sense. Absolutely. That's effectively the model. Now, there's some other additions coming along, though, more on the gaming side, right? From uh, reading just over the past year, uh, acquiring sports.com. Is that an expansionary and seemingly quite separate business model? Yes. Well, it's, it's certainly expansionary. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think Lottery.com, we believe we have the best possible brand to go tackle this huge blue ocean. Uh, and, you know, our cost per acquisition is about $4. So, and we know that our competitors are spending a, a multiple of that to acquire the same user in the same jurisdiction. Um, Sports.com as a property really opens up the world to us in a, in a very different way. Uh, and you can sort of imagine that without getting into too much specifics of what we can do with that property, even in obviously sports betting or just as a, a data um, portal or also in, in DFS and other types of ways to leverage that. And so I think you'll see some announcements uh, around that in the next couple of weeks for us. Um, but uh, also I think if you think about the, the ability to cross sell those various products. So we can say, if we have a sports bet over here, we can cross sell them lottery tickets, which I think is a very easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. Additionally, is we can now market uh, lottery to sports bettors and convert those uh, against each other, if that makes sense. Okay. Bottom line is there's no shortage in action. That's for sure. <laughs> Tony, thanks for being That's here. That's right. Thanks for explaining the business model. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Tony DiMatteo, co-founder and CEO at Lottery.com.